0: I'm Karen Florin, and this is The Storyline. Today, we're talking to day reporter Brian Hollenbeck, who covers gaming and has been following the sports betting issue for many years. Brian, thanks for joining today to talk about the growing potential for legalized sports betting uh, here in Connecticut. First, though, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the many roles you've had at the day?
1: sure um the, thanks for having me karen i've been at the day for more than 30 years uh actually more than 35 it is now i think um and did a little bit of everything uh, reporting and then I was an editor for a while I was in the sports department for some time and then a feature writer uh, somewhat briefly and then uh, Since 2009, I've been covering, uh, well, I've been a business writer since then uh, with main responsibility for casinos. And um, I came on that beat just uh, in the wake of the uh, financial crisis of uh, 2008, 2009. And uh, the casinos have been scrambling uh, somewhat since then, although then things had gotten better before the pandemic. but. in recent years uh, the expansion of gambling particularly sports betting since 2018 has been a big issue um the legislature has been, been kicking around gaming for i think six or seven years now there's been a big gaming bill on the table every session and uh since 2018 when a u.s supreme court decision made it possible for states to pass laws authorizing sports betting um, that it's it's been a, a big topic of uh, conversation up in Hartford. And everything we heard in advance of this session is that everyone was eager and was being, feeling very optimistic, certainly more optimistic than ever, that they were going to get it done this session. Um, I believe it when I see it. Um, but uh, that's where we are.
0: <laughs> okay, so why... Does it have the momentum this year that it didn't seem to have in previous years?
1: Well, it's all uh, it's all hinges on the same thing. It all as many many gaming issues to kind of start and, and stop with the tribes that that run our casinos because of their uh, gaming agreements with the state, and it requires uh, a negotiation. On a government-to-government basis between the tribes and the state of Connecticut, and I think the feeling now this year is that, uh, from what he said, at least Governor Lamont seems uh, <clears throat> more uh, more open to getting something done this this session than ever. Um, the revenue is is uh, top of everyone's mind, although sports betting itself won't generate all that much revenue. Um, the states around us, uh, if they get it, when they get it, it becomes a. It puts our casinos at a competitive disadvantage. Uh, it is legal in Rhode Island now. Uh, New York is. There's a bill in their legislature this session. Governor Cuomo was uh, seems very supportive of, and uh, Massachusetts is kind of a laggard, um, but it'll probably be uh, you know on the table there soon enough, if not this session as well so I, I there's just sort of some pressures that are sort of bringing this to a head and um as i said it begins it starts with uh, the tribes um <clears throat> because they they claim that their exclusivity agreements with the state uh in which they're allowed to operate casino games in exchange for sharing 25 percent of their slots revenue with the state uh you know they claim that uh that gives them the exclusive right to offer sports betting and uh other other players want a piece of it, uh, and, and namely the Connecticut Lottery and Sportech Venues, which operates the OTB uh, operations in the state. They're a quasi-public uh, uh, agency. Actually, both of those are. And uh, so, uh, you know, uh, there's this incentive to get something done. Uh, and most recently, well, at least I think there's been some indications that. The tribes might not uh, be still willing to drive such a hard bargain. And maybe they could even uh, cut uh, other operators into a small piece of the sports betting. Uh, At least if they get to retain the exclusive right to online gaming, uh, including online sports betting, which is where most of the money is. Uh, They say uh, maybe 80 percent of the market for sports betting uh, Will play out on uh, mobile devices. That's where most people will do it. Um, now the casinos want to be able to offer it on site at their casinos, but but the real the the real uh, the big thing that they're interested in is also to get it uh, online, so that they they can put a you know an on on uh, on a computer out there, and everyone in the state of Connecticut, from anywhere in the state of Connecticut, as long as you're in the state you'll be able to wager on your mobile device. Uh, Sport Tech wants the same thing. Um, the lottery wants the same thing, although I don't think there's much chance that uh, sports betting will be available at, at all 3,000 of the places in this state where you can buy a lottery ticket, but there might be some locations that, where it would be suitable. And um, Sport Tech, as you may know, is uh, operates about a dozen uh, facilities around the state they're no longer in New London. Um, they left there earlier this year. Uh, they had to close all their places because of the pandemic, and their their lease ran out. They were in a restaurant location on uh, Eugene O'Neill Drive, Eugenio Neal Drive, which uh, has expired now. But they've got some places like, uh, if you may be familiar with uh, Bobby V's restaurant at Bradley International, and there's a, a Bobby V's restaurant in Stamford now as well, and those are. You know, they're nice um, sports bar type places, full restaurants, and that's the kind of location in in which uh, Sport sport Tech wants to be and which it thinks it would be suitable to have sports betting. And if you've ever been in there, it seems like it would be. I mean, there are all these big screen TVs all around the places. And, uh, you know, now you can wager on horse racing, highlight uh, and that sort of thing. but it seems it would be suitable for uh, for sports betting as it certainly would be at the casinos, which also have brace books now, or excuse me, at least uh, Mohegan does. I'm not sure about Foxwoods right now.
0: By the way, does that um, off-track betting also include greyhound racing? Is that a thing anymore? There, okay.
1: The greyhound highlight and horse racing, you know, via simulcast, so you're sitting in there you're watching these races they might be going on in Hialeah or whatever in Florida and you're wagering on them there
0: okay and so uh I think of football when I think of sports betting um would you tell me a little bit about what's envisioned in terms of football and other sports once this gets up and running
1: well is certainly football is probably the sport that's most associated with it uh, we've all probably played the cards where uh uh, a point spread is is uh, calculated for every game and uh, bookies uh, set those uh, those spreads and, uh, you know, it might be uh, like the Chiefs and the, uh, the Patriots coming up in the Super Bowl. And I don't know that there's probably better spread set by now. surely, surely. Maybe it's six points, seven points, whatever. And the bookies set that that point spread in such a way that There'll be roughly equal betting on either side so either if one team is clearly uh, the favorite uh more likely to win uh the game if you establish a point spread now it becomes now they don't just have to uh, win the game they have to beat the point spread so they have to win by a certain margin and so that evens things up considerably and really you can whichever whichever side you take now in that game it's it's right, you know, it's a good bet, it's roughly even, it's a toss up. Uh, that's the idea, anyway. And, um, that's kind of the, probably the, the most uh, action probably goes in that kind of a bet, just the outcome of a game of a point spread. But, uh, if you've ever been to the sports books, say in Las Vegas, you know that uh, they take action on any manner of event that can occur during the game. Such as you could you could uh, bet on say how many passes will Brady throw in the third quarter, you know will he be intercepted before halftime, and and things like this, uh, you know, all manner of action, or all manner of outcomes can be uh, bet on. One earlier version uh, of the sports betting deal uh, that was contemplated, I think, under Governor Malloy would and those are called prop bets Um, those bets on events that occur during the game one of the earlier versions of the um, of the settlement would have allowed maybe sport tech or maybe the lottery to take action on just prop bets but the casinos would have the action on the bets of the outcomes of games um I don't know if that that kind of thinking is is alive anymore. I don't know if they're still talking about that kind of thing, but that that was an option to discuss at one time, from what I understand.
0: Yeah, it really is amazing. Um, who are the wizards kind of behind the curtain that are um, making those point spreads and uh, odds and things like that, Brian? Well, they're they're bookies
1: that that uh, that do that you know for a living. Uh, you know, a lot of the spread comes out of Las Vegas. Um and uh virtually every sports section in America has uh point spreads uh on on their on their on the little agate page or the small type page where all the scores go and everything. And they've been publishing those for years and years. So, you know, and obviously there's all kinds of uh illegal sports betting going on, which is another reason why the states are are eager to get a get a piece of it because it goes on anyway, so they might as well get a cut of it. Uh, But uh, that's another uh, that leads to um, another aspect of this is that uh, people believe there should be competition for this, that if you have more operators offering sports betting, that's better for the consumer, for the better, because now they have a choice. There might be operators offering different point spreads or different action that that you might be more interested in than somebody else. it recently uh, in, in advance of this session of the legislature of Foxwoods uh, made news by announcing that they they would reached an agreement with uh, draft kings, which is one of the one of the major uh, sports betting operations uh, in the country they're, they're out of Boston and uh, They're actually they would be the vendor in effect for Foxwoods they would they would handle the sports betting operations so you might go on your app. If if that came to be, say, and there would be, you know, DraftKings at Foxwoods and uh, that's who would who would do it. And they would provide all the expertise and, and everything else um, necessary to run that operation. Uh, Mohegan last year announced a deal, similar type of deal with an outfit called Cambi, K-A-M-B-I, which is um, probably every bit as, you know, extensive an operation as DraftKings is not nearly as well known Um but they're and both casinos have been been operating online betting sites uh, that don't involve money for years and uh, and they're well equipped to do it. Uh, Mohegan, for example, uh, runs uh, has sports betting in its other jur- jurisdictions, where's where it operates, such as Pennsylvania, where it has a casino and it manages a casino in Atlantic City and um, so they uh they, they they're well versed in sports betting and it it would take more than the flip of a switch i mean sometimes you hear that if the legislature votes or, uh when if and when uh governor lamont signs a bill into effect it'll take more than a, than a the flip of a switch to put it in effect but it it won't take a whole lot
0: when um will we know during the current session whether this will become a reality well um
1: it's hard to say i mean as i say they've been kicking this around every year and and the sports betting part of it for the last couple of years and it sort of follows this similar trajectory every year where things having to do with gaming originate in the public safety and security committee and uh, they just held an informational forum um, two days ago uh, on this which is usually the first start and the that's usually uh to bring up the new members of the committee up to date from one year to the next I, I think it's because what comes out there is is generally what we've already heard before um and then there'll be a public hearing and that'll be uh that'll be uh, probably pretty pretty soon because this is one of the things they want to uh they want to deal with soon um kathy austin the senator uh from sprague in whose district Uh, both of the casinos are located, has drafted a bill last couple of years and in one this year uh, that would give the tribes the exclusive right to do sports betting and online gaming. So based on what I was hearing at the forum the other day, I think that bill is going to get tweaked um, probably in committee. And uh, as I say, we'll be put to a public hearing. The public may get a chance to weigh in on that via Zoom. I don't know quite how they, how they'll conduct that hearing. And certainly all kinds of written, written testimony will be submitted. Um, Then public safety, uh, as it has most years, usually votes the bill out. It usually gets approved in public safety. Uh, Other committees might have to look at that appropriations, uh, finance, uh, since it involves uh, revenue and money. And uh, if the, uh, it'll come to a, vote in uh, one chamber. It's a Senate bill, I think, at this point. Then the full legislature, if the legislature uh, um, approves it, of course, it'll have to be signed into law by uh, by Lamont. But as I said, going back to the beginning, it it all begins with a negotiation between Lamont and um, and the tribes. And that can supersede maybe whatever is in the bill, you know, and it just might get, you know, it has to be resolved. That that hurdle has to be resolved before they can uh, get into the nitty and gritty Um, that bill also includes some other things having to do with gaming. It would give the lottery uh, authority to sell their lottery tickets online, which um, from what the lottery's uh, testimony the other day was it was a pretty major deal uh, that can really boost their revenue. it has in other places uh, that have gone online with lottery sales, uh, even if they don't get sports betting. Uh, so that's a that's a bone for them, you know, and I think there's a lot of sentiment to, to, to authorize that.
0: Okay, so uh, thanks for this excellent roundup, and I guess we'll have to just watch uh, theday.com and the day for your reporting in the next couple of months to find out really if the landscape will change uh, for sports betting and online lo- lottery sales. Uh, this year, anytime soon. Brian, I really appreciate your joining us today. And uh, we're going to have you back at the end of the session to round it up.